up, world? It's your boy, Sue, from MTV News. Pleased to be back. Back. With a belated slash emergency episode 81 of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, king of Mount Knife, peddler of scarf. Go to knifeylionradio.com and get your 2020 KLR scarf. I've been humbled, truly humbled, by the number of you who have already purchased one. Beth Smith waited till today, but I will forgive her. They will run out, though, so do not forget. I should have them in hand around Valentine's Day, and I'll send them out as soon as possible. Also joining me to offer the insight usually contained in a single minute, it's Discord's favorite Pride member, Kevin Wallace. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy to be on. Uh, I, I really appreciate you giving me more than one minute this time. I know, and I've noticed that the last couple of days, Max has been in there a lot, and he's been rather cordial, so you're holding it down. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to go in there and pick a fight just to keep my reputation up. It wouldn't be a Monday without it. Well, that's never happened. Uh, I'm interrupting a three-hour bachelor to do this, so you know it's important. Uh, I didn't record last night because it was the Super Bowl. I had myself a party. But Loka, he demands our attention. Kevin, also, the Iowa caucuses tonight. Who are you putting your money on? Oh, I, uh, I mean, what I really want is a Joe Biden fifth-place finish just to watch the Democratic establishment freak the fuck out. <laughs> So we know your wish. But who would you bet on? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I would bet on if I mean if the CNN coverage was to be believed, uh, it looked like uh, old Mayor Pete Buttigieg is gonna mm. gonna get a, a sneaky little victory tonight. So I, let's bet on him. Disturbing. Very. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm just happy there's an election tonight that Trump can't win. Am I right? Stick to sports, everybody. Don't listen to me. Also, uh, don't forget to follow the Post Cincinnati on Twitter. Right? That's what? the Post underscore Cincy. Kevin here down at CVG yesterday, live streaming for the people. Even got a quick interview with Gerard. How about that, huh? It was a pretty good turnout for what ended up being a, a last second thing. Um, Despite the uh, the best wishes of the club, uh, about fifty or sixty people uh, showed up to greet uh, uh, Lacadia or Lacadia. Maybe we'll talk about that um, at the airport, which was uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, a couple hours before Super Bowl kicked off, and uh, FCC showed up, so it was pretty cool. There's been some uh, Zapruder film type analysis over the sound we heard on the FCC video. We hear an oh god. <laughs> I don't know. Has it been confirmed that it's Liz with two Z's, or is it a stranger who's on the same flight, or should we just assume? I mean, it being Liz makes the most sense, but I do like the idea that there was just somebody else on this flight from Boston who <laughs> oh, just God. absolutely floored as to what's happening. All oh, the soccer people are back <laughs> for the first time. This is the worst. Uh, yeah, Liz, if you want to come on the podcast and explain exactly what your oh God meant. Because it could take it in a few different directions. Be like, oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, God, no. Especially because you knew it was happening, too. But yeah. just, just assume the worst and, and probably safe bet. Um, oh, but yeah, first, like, traditions would hold this. So come ride that escalator up out of the very 
basement dwelling area of the cave into the brighter, happier, fan-infested section of the cave, Loka. It's the John Hark's Cave of Wonders, wonders. and you're allowed inside. Um, I wasn't sure we were there for Loka or everyone's there just to look at uh, Olivia's dog got in the way of every every photo <laughs> the uh, the the service dog in training yeah, yeah that, uh, they, those dogs can get away with murder those service <laughs> dogs little guy uh pretty well stole the show there so uh yeah. he, he got some good face time with uh with jurgen as well so um we're gonna talk about loka but how how do you see him in person so you were down there you were at cvg he shook your hand um on your live stream this caught a few people got a few eyes and mine too he walks by you guys are chanting comes up the escalator just walks right past everybody (laughs) it was it was so weird because i don't nobody had a plan like there was no plan the one thing i i told uh brendan who uh uh, one of the the knights of the Bailey, typically a chant leader. I, all I said was, just don't chant. He's one of our own because I like <laughs> to save that one for people who are from Cincinnati. And also, he had not signed with us, so like, yeah. even in the most liberal version of that, he's not one of our own yet. Uh, and that was essentially the entire plan: was please don't sing this song. Yeah. So he comes up and just walked right over to baggage claim. Which is a weird move because you know the bags aren't going to be there. Like the bags are never there when you get off the flight. Um, and so I guess their plan was that they were going to grab his bags and leave or something. It was a weird setup. <laughs> I don't know why somebody from the team couldn't just get his bag. Like, but if he had gotten his bag and left, that would have been the <laughs> weirdest start to a new team. I mean, that would have been a really sour note. Am I am I, am I reading too much of that? If he had just like pieced out, I think the the piecing out very quickly would have played better if there were a larger crowd. Like if they had to like put jackets over him and he was like, you know, like uh, Michael Jackson uh, in uh, Tokyo Airport yeah. or something. Yeah, like if he's a Jonas brother or a Justin Bieber at like the peak of their popularity, and like, oh, we got to get him away from the the mobs of fans. Uh, but it was just like a handful of of people just standing around um just like excited that he was there and yeah just whip right past us and i'm on the live stream thinking like what do i I walk up to him do we wait but he came back thank god because that would have been weird and uh, yeah thank god he i i don't know who figured out that it was weird that he had his back to us too like he wasn't like waving or whatever uh somebody i guess got to him was like hey go go shake hands, go say hi or whatever. Um, and I mean, he's coming off a massive flight, right? Like he was probably in the air for a good, you know, eight, 12 hours, something like that. So, yeah. um, yeah, he was probably a little dazed trying to get his way there, but no, once he started shaking hands and everything, he seemed like a, a really like genuinely nice guy. I mean, obviously can't really judge a guy in about four seconds, but, uh, no, no red flags. As far That's as I good. Can see. That's good. All right. Uh, well, I guess it's time to start the loca. Recap, FCC makes it officially official, signing 26-year-old Jürgen Locaria. It makes me want to say it in Italian. Bertone. Oh, yeah, fuck. Bertone's gone. I forgot all about that. From Brighton and Hove Albion by way of Hoffenheim on a transfer with option to buy. His most productive and value-raising years were at PSV in the Netherlands. He played up to U21 in the Netherlands. And this is on the FCC article. He's made 231 career appearances, 146 starts, 72 goals, 42 assists across Netherlands, England, and Germany. Uh, Last Thursday, January 30th, can you even remember that far back, when we first leaked 
word was first leaked about FCC's possible deal with Loco, that was the same day we learned Bobby Wood deal wasn't happening. Uh, the agreement was done by the 31st. We found out he'd be flying on Sunday. That was his past Sunday. Only needing a medical. And that happened today. Now it's late night Monday. He's officially on our team. They posted his highlight video set to the soundtrack of himself. So, whew, Kevin, what a wild week. What a wild ride. Yeah, I, we went from, I, I mean, the post, I'll say, went from being convinced that the Bobby Wood deal had gone through to coming up the next day where not only has it fallen through, but we found somebody better um, <laughs> within about like 12 hours is what it really felt like. Um, no, that was that was an absolute whirlwind. And and you're you're trying to put it together because he's not a name that a lot of people are going to know. Um, you're like, oh, Hoffenheim, you know, Brighton, like these, I know these teams. This, yeah. this guy was sold for 20 million pounds or whatever, like two years ago. Like what? what the hell is going on? What what happened to Bobby Wood and the, the TAM deal or whatever? Uh, no, that was like maybe the most exciting 24 hours of an offseason we've had uh, in the history of FCC, which is not that long. But um, Well, we should mention one of the most important people in this whole thing, and it, I didn't write in my rundown, which was just a disgrace, but building up to between finding out we're not getting Bobby Wood and before learning it was Lacadia. Uh, Lil Nykamp, as he's been uh, turn- <laughs> learned to know him as, uh, Jared Nykamp's son, who I think is 19, has, has been tweeting and like sending out kind of, um, I don't know, trying to get us hyped on possible things and inside information because he's pretty close to the, <laughs> he's pretty close to the source, and he tweeted out. That we got a guy from I think was he the one who said a top five league, and then he said that. Like he was going to outdo Joseph Martinez. He was setting the expectations really high, but little night camp's getting everyone fired up. Uh, Weeb, Weebs from Extra Times, quote tweeting him. He's on uh, MLS Reddit. So, did you believe at all that we were going to get somebody important? I remember I said it was going to be. I already forget his name. Who's the dude? Connor Wickham. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like, because we got it was leaked of like a 26 year old in England. Which, of yeah. course, we find out yeah. he's not in England. And uh, so we were all looking and we're like, we we're, it was a range of possibilities at that point. Yeah. I mean, it was either Connor Wickham or uh, Paul Pogba, I think, is what we were <laughs> torn between. Um, I was like, oh, this is a 26 year old attacking midfielder, right? So, um, yeah, I, I thought maybe Balotelli. Like, he seemed like a name who's always flirting with MLS and. Uh, after being racially abused in a pretty high-profile event in Italy, was maybe looking to get out of Italy. Um, but yeah, Lil Nightcamp out there being his dad's hype man is uh, an amazing development. Um, you wonder how much of it is like this kid's excitement. Like he's clearly a soccer fan, and he seems super excited that his dad is involved with this. Um, but part of me wonders like how much of this is is being like scripted like from the front office like <laughs> all right well jared can't leak it obviously that's kind of lame so uh who do we got oh your son people will figure it out eventually yeah like, um but no it, it was good like people were, were it felt like everybody was, was trying to be like a little internet sleuth trying to put the pieces together and little bits of information would come out of weird corners of the fan base like oh i heard it's somebody from the premier league and it's oh i heard it's a striker You're like all right well it's piece all these things together and 
you're like, you find out who it was, like, well, I don't know who this is. And then you look him up, and you can understand kind of why he would be, like, more hyped on this dude. Because he was yeah. at one of the top two or three clubs at a given time in the Netherlands and for several years and scored a decent amount of goals. So he's probably extremely well-known in the Netherlands, at least as far as air to VZ players. Oh, so he's sure. going to be way more hyped on him. And uh, so I thought he was, I was like, man, he's getting people way too hyped. And so he might've oversold, but I still think within his frame of reference, Lacadia is kind of on the level that he thought he was projecting. Now people got, were like, you know how people are. Who does it? It's Lewandowski. Yeah. It's Moeller or something. I'm like, okay, right, everybody right. just chill the fuck out. So, but this kind of <laughs> ended up making sense in the end. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, this is, it's hard to, to kind of retroactively go back because of like who we know Joseph Martinez turns out to be in major league soccer. But this is essentially the exact same profile player as uh, Joseph Martinez had coming into to Major League Soccer. So it's a guy sort of in his peak years, um, you know, on the, the sort of outskirts of some good teams, but not great teams. Um, somebody that has all of the, the physical, you know, characteristics and traits and skills that you look for with somebody like this, but just hasn't had the perfect environment or has maybe been you know, bouncing around and a lot of coaching changes on some not so great teams and stuff like that. Like it's, it's kind of moved around a little bit for him, but if you watch his highlights, like this is somebody that if he gets, you know, just an inch or two from MLS defenders, like he, he's got it all there. And I, I could see little, little night camps hype of like, Oh, SEC just found their Joseph Martinez, which I mean, in a way, a lot of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it's a lot of pressure. I think it's a, it's a lot to try to put on that. But um, no, I I I, I kind of buy into the hype a little bit. Like this is this is a great signing for FCC and a profile player that um, you expect some of the the better teams in Major League Soccer to be signing. So it's pretty cool to see us here. Yeah, he was sold from PSV to Brighton for. Transfer market says eighteen point seven million. Okay, and then didn't really do much. He scored in his first game there, but I think he ended up what was it three goals total when he was? Yeah, I think he scored in his first two games uh, against Arsenal and Everton, and then uh, didn't really didn't really continue on from there. <laughs> Gave him some real false hope. They're like, oh my god, <laughs> we fucking broke <laughs> we found the next Suarez. Yeah. So <laughs> there seemed to be a mix of from the Brighton fans online of like some of them seemed excited when he was getting recalled. So they had to recall him from Hoffenheim to then loan him out to us. So there were some people that seemed like, oh yeah, Lakati is coming back and uh and then there are other people who seemed just like really pissed off because he's like they're their grand signing and he was a bit of a bust. And uh, so I don't really, we obviously have no idea why it didn't work out at these other teams, but he, you know, had a pretty good spell most recently with Hoffenheim. I think he, what do you have? Yeah. Four, it was, five, uh, six like goals, four in, goals 11... in 12 games, which is about, you know, what you'd expect. I, I was actually telling somebody this the other day, like if, if people aren't aware, you, you look for about a goal every two games for a striker that, and know, Ronaldo and Messi kind of skew those stats really bad for everybody else. But uh, four goals in 12 games is fine. Uh, Bundesliga as well is a much higher level uh, than Major League Soccer. So you'd expect somebody with that sort of resume, albeit short, but you'd expect that person to do well in MLS. Um, the tricky part there though 
is he hasn't started a game since November 30th. So he's been getting a lot of like 60 minute substitutions and stuff like that. Um, he's done well, but he just hasn't quite found starting time there. Yeah, I just I feel like as long as he's uh, without knowing anything about him, if he like has anything to prove or he has any kind of internal <laughs> drive and he's not just here just to be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I'll go to America. Yeah. I feel like he's going to at least and we expect more because he'll be a DP, but he's got to at least do pretty good. That's like yeah. my 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 floor. And if he doesn't, obviously, we don't have to hold on to him. That's why I, um, the loan sounds pretty good, because if we pay eleven million dollars, we're not giving up on him. And but if he somehow just like does not have any desire or passion and he just is kind of loafing it when he's here, which would be a pretty dumb move for a 26 year old who probably still has aspirations of maybe getting back over to Europe or just getting another big payday. Uh, yeah, I think the floor is pretty good. Which is uh, and the ceiling is amazing. So that's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty exciting yeah. to think about. Exactly. I mean, he's a guy who at one point was like a fringe national team player. Like he was, he was getting serious looks to play for the the Dutch national team. So I mean, I, he's somebody where if he lights up MLS in you know say 2020 and 2021, uh, puts him at 28 years old. He goes signs a deal again with a you know a Spanish side or an Italian side, a, you know, a, a lower level champions league team. Like he, he could take off and, and really save his career. Uh, what I thought was funny was, and I guess the fear, like if you wanted to be real cynical about this is like, I saw a lot of Brighton fans talking about how he just wants to be a DJ. Like he's just <laughs> interested in the music side of things. Um, and I was thinking about it. I was like, Oh, did he just come to America to get his music career? And I was like, that doesn't make sense. I feel like he'd do better as a DJ in the Netherlands than yeah. he would in Cincinnati. But <laughs> he did say in his interview, he was they interviewed him on uh, Extra Time, uh, MLS Extra Time, and he said he had been to, or was his, he had an interview with Pat Brennan too? So I might be conflating mm. him, but he said he had been to America often. But only New York and LA. So I'm just, <laughs> the first. <laughs> so he goes from CVG, then he's at Milford, and I'm like, oh geez. <laughs> he's like, is there? Uh, where the fuck am I? I'm just imagining he's like. I hope he did. He go. I hope he went downtown first. I know he needed a. a met, did he get the medical today? Hopefully, I, I hope he saw something. Yeah. Besides yeah. Milford, but the drive that is the best view of Cincinnati from uh, 75 coming from yeah. Kentucky. So he had the best the angle. Hill, yeah. Because if you're coming like eastward, it's not very doesn't look very cool. But uh, so he's got that going for him. And he also said that the deal came together in about like three days. So it's this has not been like some long courtship between yeah. these two. And I like how it seems like some of these players you really gotta like sell them. And it's like this Gaston thing was never ending. And then with him, it's like his agent was like, uh, you can go to them. Like, do you want to go to MLS? He's like, fuck. He basically like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll do it. And it's just, it just shows how fucking random this shit is. And now Gaston, and we saw, you know, Balotelli might be wanting to get away from the racism. I'm not pointing at fingers, but Gaston is just running straight into the racism. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, not saying anything. Not a great setup. I mean, that is ultimately like one of MLS's like, biggest selling points is that for these guys uh like um 
Sebastian Giovinco is another one, right? So like you're you're 26, 27 year old attacking players who are you know fringe European guys, maybe like a Europa League level strikers. You can come to Major League Soccer. You can be the absolute king of your city make millions of dollars and have an impressive career where you go on to be the hero um i mean i i fully understand and respect players going out and getting as much money as possible but there has to be something appealing about being able to go to a team and just being an absolute legend while making millions of dollars and um it seems like that is ultimately what what FCC is able to offer him is yeah come here we'll build the team around you score 25 goals and you'll be a hero yeah there's nobody on this and this I don't know if there are any other voice guy is my third one third voice crack there's no one on <laughs> his level on this team that he's like competing with if he's playing average and I don't there might be some teams there means definitely teams that have good strikers but I mean coming here it's not like he's battling. It's like it's obviously he's the fucking man. And, uh, I, I don't know. I was I was hearing from the club that this was uh, Brandon Vasquez's team. So <laughs> so maybe he's got to he's got to do some battle with Vasquez for uh, that starting spot. Maybe he gets relegated out to the wing and he's in a position battle with uh, old Jimmy McLaughlin. So hey, nothing set on this team. All right. I don't We're know. Contra's the coach. Anything would be possible. I do see on his Wikipedia it said he scored uh, a hat trick against Peck's Wall in the cup semifinal in the Netherlands. So I'm sure Ron Jans has a long memory about that. I think Ron actually mentioned that. that Yeah. Uh, I think, didn't he mention also that Kubo knocked him out with a goal in a tournament? Maybe I'm making that up or confusing these two. <laughs> very incestual, these signings. It, then, if it would be very funny to go back and see all of the players that knocked out Peck Swalla from various tournaments and seeing if they were on our list of uh, it's transfer targets. It's a who's targets. who of transfer <laughs> targets. Well, um, Bobby Wood knocked him out of a Europa League <laughs> qualifier, son of a bitch. That's why there wasn't room for both of them. He's like, it's me or Wood. And they're like, all right, here, Bobby, we'll offer you this paltry sum, and then uh, you won't accept it. Uh, on the 31st, before it was official, should mention, remember we had the uh, the Believe in Gaston, the huge trending moment. We got up to number two. I think that was two Sundays ago now. Um, yeah, January 31st, our own uh, post Beat writer Joseph Mamey starts the hashtag Welcome Loca, and we got that all the way up to number one in trending. Just proven, you know. I mean, the thirst, the thirst is real. We're ready to drink in some 2020 season. So that was nice to see. Yeah. Um, the the uh, fan passion is absolutely there. Um, it's funny. Uh, a couple of different accounts, and I don't know if they're fishing for likes or whatnot. But you see the the MLS Buzz account, and uh, Andrew Weeby's mentioned this. Like FCC Twitter has a reputation around the league, and uh, we we've certainly been living up to it. Um, I can't wait for eventually this team being good because we are going to be fucking miserable to be in this league with us like people complain about atlanta and seattle fans just fucking wait until we're good it's true and the fact that they're but they may be fishing but the fact they're fishing with us kind of proves the point itself because it wouldn't work the same like man rsl fans are crazy on twitter and be like (laughs) you could say that and then you're not gonna get any i mean no shots at rsl twitter i'm sure at some point 
tweets. It's, <laughs> it's all uh, it's all Snark Lake, and that's it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and it's Mountain Time, so you gotta <laughs> account for that. Maybe there's a whole. I mean, I'm up late, but you know, MLS the West, West Coast, Coast Twitter. Twitter after dark. I don't know. There's got to be something. <laughs> Um, I, I do always enjoy the old 10 p.m. kickoff for a Timbers game late on a Saturday. You got nothing else going on. You, that's true. You can always rely on a San Jose or a Timbers game being on super late. Uh, let's just hope when we go out west, Lacadia doesn't like Cuban baseball player defect on us or something. He's like, <laughs> just like grab his turntables and never be seen from again. We, we have to make sure he doesn't find out there's a Vegas USL team because that will be super appealing. But like... The fact that his uh, music career, the Brighton fans, like he only cares about the music for me. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> it's, I was like, we're his second not, love. Fantastic. It's not terrible. Like, no, it's not great, right? Like, well, you it's not know, like, oh could, my God. If someone played it, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't be like, is this like a football player in impersonating a, <laughs> right. a musician? It's like, uh, uh, what was it? The uh, the Ron Artest like raps and you know there was there was that moment yeah. where like every athlete thought they were a rapper around like 2005. Um, yeah, it's not like that. But his, pa- <laughs> his passion's clearly behind. Th- he said he wants most of all he'd want to be a DJ. So I mean he came to the perfect spot. Uh, this is where he can DJ a pride party or something. We'll get him started oh real soon. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's here. He's now. We don't know how much for. And we don't know how much he's getting paid, but you can assume that it's a record. Let's hope he's <laughs> paid more than Naughty. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you a question. We know next to nothing. He he did. He proved he could score again when he went to Hoffenheim for a little bit. So goals plus assists for this coming season. If I give you an over under of twenty, Ooh, you taking the over it's... or the under? I'll take the over. Um, I thought you were just going to ask me straight up, and I was going to say 20. So I liked <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> Push. Nice. I, uh, no, I'll take the over. Uh, honestly, with um, uh, Lacadia here and Kubo and uh, the Moroccan player that I have yet to learn how to pronounce his name, um, and honestly, throw Vasquez and Jao and Mane in there, like, our attack is going to be very, very fast and not like it's going to be free flowing. Like guys are going to be interchanging positions. As as far as I can tell, I haven't seen a second of a preseason game. Uh, maybe we'll get to see one of those eventually, but Never. the way these players are set up and the way these players have played in other places, like it's going to be a lot of overlapping, a lot of interchanging. Um, and I think these guys are going to rack up assists and goals. Like I, I don't think there's going to be one person who's going to run away with goal scoring. I think everybody's, I could see four or five guys getting like, you know, whatever that is, eight or ten goals each. So, so do we think he's on the level of like who are some of those recent signings? Who's the guy you love? Uh, Pozuelo for Toronto. Yeah. I'm trying to think of someone. What he had thirty appearances, twelve goals. He had to have had a decent amount of assists too. They don't have them yeah. listed on Wikipedia, I, but I mean, I think this is as far as the profile and you know what what highlights I've seen and. Uh, some all touches videos and stuff like that. Like this seems like the kind of guy who is on that Sebastian Giovinco, Joseph Martinez, uh, like Pasuelo, like like that profile player. Um, I really think that he can he he will tear up this league if he's given the opportunity. Um, I 
I like the team as it's being built. Uh, it looks to be pretty good. I still would like maybe one more midfielder, just a, an extra body in there, just because Tommy McCabe feels like one injury away from being a starter, <laughs> and that's terrifying. Very important. Uh, point, <laughs> but um, but now, I mean, you get a Alan Cruz in there, ideally for the the whole season. Um, this team's going to be like, I, I don't want to say pretty good, but like. On paper right now, this team's going to be pretty good. I'm also the person who will defend the team last year on paper, so yeah. maybe I'm not the best judge of this. But. Well, I mean, we we cover that in our, our great breakdown of last season where at full strength, everyone playing to the best of their ability <laughs> is a better team than uh, ended up happening. But, yeah. you know. Uh, I, there's I, a, oh, a famous quote. Um, I'm never going to remember who it was. I think it was an Italian coach who said, uh, a Good manager will make your team 10% better, and a bad manager will make your team 30% worse. And I think if you give Ron Jans the roster last year, maybe we're 40% better. So if you take that as the floor of this team and you add competent DPs and you get rid of guys like Adi, and it feels like, I mean, Maddox is still a player on (laughs) FCC. Uh, I assume he's never going to play, but like we've upgraded across the board. Um, I, I think this team will be very good. Yeah, we don't know anything about like Tom Pedersen or yeah. uh, I guess other people know about our, I guess, backup left back, right back. We got the Saad Abdul guy, someone else. Adrian Regatin, Regatin. I was trying to say his name. That's, so that's the other signing apparently that is in the books. Did you watch any of his highlights? He has several uh, every touch of the game highlights which is seems like strange for a player of his profile like where yeah. <laughs> someone cut up every time he touched the ball in the game but uh he's I, got I always, some fans i always love those for the uh, the u.s men's national team guy who is like 17 years old and tearing up the finnish third division <laughs> like check out this guy every every touch in this match and it's true uh, yeah i mean um, hey that highlight video of rashawn dally is what got me on his train he's tearing <laughs> up the patriot league i was like oh my god look at this guy he's silky <laughs> he wasn't playing Colgate against, doesn't stand a chance he, he wasn't playing against the top the top top guys but he looks like at worst like pretty feisty and uh, anytime he scored a goal he is fucking super hyped so he looks like a dude who's gonna you know be passionate yeah. about and that's something i can at least get behind i don't if he's coming from europe and he's fucking excited and wanting to get crazy then i can get on board with that but uh yeah for sure i think um i think it was you who described him in a, a group chat somewhere that he uh, he looks like if jimmy mclaughlin were good exactly <laughs> i think he's like five five so yes that's we got fun. <laughs> we got the short guys we're all on the ray ortiz <laughs> hype train too and we haven't we've just seen his two passes to the middle that led to assists so you know, we got a lot of possible good short guys. No, that's 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 exciting. He seems like he's going to be the the playmaker, uh, so to speak. But like all these guys fit this profile of like pacey winger uh, or you know wide outside midfielder who is happy to dribble in, cut in. It feels like the identity of this team is going to be uh, old Harris there, just pinging balls to to wingers making runs and looking for little back heels and flick ons to to various guys i mean it sh- should be real exciting to watch yeah i was excited about my man joe jow and now i'm like oh well, joe jow might have been pushed out of this uh starting lineup but 
that's a pretty good uh, Joe Jao hungry on the bench. Yeah, it's good. It's, I, I like that better than Tommy McCabe hungry on the bench and covered in suntan lotion. <laughs> I like that already. Uh, Jao being one of the better players from last year and a breath of fresh air is already like bench fodder on this <laughs> team. <laughs> we haven't the, even seen this other guy play, but hey, he's been the Turkey League too. We know he can ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, there is something to be said for like the team that Nykamp and uh, Jans are able to put together is like, um, I forget who said it. I think it was one of the guys on CST who mentioned like, uh, the buyout for Adi is larger than the largest transfer fee that Nykamp has ever brought in at Pexwola. <laughs> and it feels like these are guys that have put together like good competent teams, but they know how to build a Champions League team in the Netherlands, but they've just never had the resources. And weirdly coming to Major League Soccer uh, has given them more resources. And they're like, oh, we know how to build a Champions League team. And a Champions League team ought to just wreck Major League Soccer. So we're going to build that. And that really feels like the profile of team that they're trying to build. And I'm really excited for it. Uh, while the rest of Major League Soccer seems to be looking at South American talent, Central American talent, like these guys are going and picking up really good European players. Um, it, it's a different philosophy than we normally find in Major League Soccer. It's pretty cool. And as of now, it hasn't failed. So. Yeah, I mean they're they're perfect so far. We're undefeated. The, uh, the SKC uh, preseason match. So, and I'm glad uh, I'm glad it's Ron. I mean, we, he might not have come if it wasn't Ron and uh, Gerard. But like, you know, Lacadia, they can be like, "Hey, bro, we know what's up." Remember the yeah. Eredivisie, bro? <laughs> Shit was wild. <laughs> All right. So without seeing them kick a ball, would he give I us mean, a chance. We have a playoff chance. Yeah, I mean, what did I say in our our last episode? Uh, uh, <laughs> said I think we finished eighth. I think we we missed the playoffs in the last game of the year. Um, so far, I'm willing to say we make the playoffs on the last game of the year. I'll, I'll upgrade us. It's funny because if you look at the standings right now, it's in alphabetical order, and it still looks nice. Just seeing us in fifth, it's pretty. <laughs> it's very nice. Forgot we added a team. So yeah, there's 13 teams. How many make the playoffs? Eight, seven. Oh. Yeah, Jesus, that's <laughs> that's unfair. I mean, here's a funny thing too. Um, Miami has weirdly put together like a not very good team. Like they have, if I think they have like six or seven USL guys plus at least two former FC Cincinnati players, which oh, yeah. might as well be USL <laughs> players. Like that's like nine USL players. They've had what five years to build this team, and they're still desperately trying to recruit like their eighth choice DP. Took them forever to get a coach. They're playing in a shitty stadium. Um, I, I mean, everybody had this assumption that they were just going to come in and just run the league with Ronaldo and Messi or whatever, but they honestly don't look that much better than Nashville. They've they've got the Pellegrini kid, and like that's it. Like they're they're not gonna blow us away yeah all right well loca fever can't wait to actually have a game streamed for real and see what this team's all about yeah how shitty is that that we don't get a preseason match like are none of them going to be streamed i don't think they have any plans to stream any of them loca week <sighs> the build-up oh. now let's put a head on it was that no that's not it is that an expression put a pin on it Okay. Put a no, let's put a. I'm making a new expression. Let's put a head on it. Let's put a head <laughs> on this body. This that's running around headless. Um, 
just sum up your feelings now that we're actually we feel like we're part of the we're part of the real rat race now. We we got we got a real one now. Oh, it's it's great. I mean, I know a lot of fans look for validation from you know national media, and uh, they're not talking shit about our team anymore. So um, that's got to count for something. It feels good. I don't, I'm gonna try real hard not to uh, end with living La Vida Loca because I don't want that to be a thing. Okay, guys, sometimes the lowest hanging fruit is the sweetest, and sometimes it's very bitter. And I say living La Vida Loca is bitter. What's your stance, Kevin, on the Loca chance? I say we make old Kakarot out there, Das Harks. Uh, he's got to turn one of Jurgen's songs into a chant. Like, that feels like the most obvious solution mm, here. That is a brilliant idea. Or uh, the Gaston song from. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the Gaston song for uh, for Kubo. The, the <laughs> syllables work out really well and uh, it'd just be very confusing. All right. Final thoughts. Playoffs are a must. Kubo, we haven't forgotten about you. But Loka, you are our god. Uh, <laughs> Till next time, rise together. Go ahead, get one more word in, Kevin. Uh, subscribe to the post. I don't know how you do that, but follow us on Twitter. We got a new website coming out. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of good content. There's interviews. Uh, there's uh, that's all I got. It's, it's been a, it's gonna be fun. a two week soft launch. <laughs> yeah, it's, a very flaccid. Four, four months soft launch, but just stick with us. If you like that live stream, there'll be more more, more following. <laughs> Nothing like that ever again, because they're all here. Uh, yeah. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh,